Welcome to Horsepower to Hyperloops, Kettering University's official podcast, where we serve up a smorgasbord of fascinating people, groundbreaking ideas, and noteworthy advancements in fields as diverse as mobility, healthcare, engineering, and technology. Welcome back, everyone, to part two of this Focus on Flint episode of Horsepower to Hyperloops with Venetia Petaway, Kettering's Director of Corporate and Community Engagement, and Jack Stock, Kettering's Director of External Relations. Last time, we talked about students, scholarships, pre-college programs, and co-ops in the Flint and Genesee County area. This time, we'll be focusing on community engagement generally and the revitalization of the community surrounding the campus, particularly through the hugely impactful University Avenue Corridor Coalition, spearheaded by the university. The last time we talked about an extraordinary amount of involvement in terms of local schools, in terms of supporting STEM education, scholarships, uh, pre-college programs, but there's a whole other element involved. And Jack, you can speak to that very, very well, because you've been a central, if not the central figure in a multi-year program. And there's many pieces to it that has to do with collaborations and other elements, but it's called the University Corridor Coalition, which has to do, and I'm going to give a little overview that years ago, after GM pulled out and the area around Kettering and to the town was, in fact, a lot of abandoned homes, some bad areas, some corners that you wouldn't want to walk around at night. And since then, it's now, if you go there, a beautiful area all the way from the university to the town, green spaces, Atwood Stadium's a piece. So, Jack, tell us a little bit about the inception of that, because it's it's one of the most extraordinary coalitions and involvements I've ever seen between a university and a community. Well, yeah, and, and Tim, we alluded to the fact that community vitality then became a priority for the university. And at that same time, Dr. McMahon said, get out there, let's, let's make things happen and find out where the people are. Listen, the experts in the community and the community issues are the residents. We have to listen to them because they are the ones that can share with us, impart with us what the problems are, and we can then hopefully be able to work with them after they've recognized it and, and try to correct some of that. Well, we started a program. It was started with a modest little crime prevention workshop that one of our friends in the community started up, and Kettering decided to host it. And the theme of it was crime prevention through environmental design. They call it SEPTED loosely, but it's been around for decades. The notion is, though, to change the, the environment and the place that you're in in order to help prevent crime. And it was that time, 10 years ago, we decided to begin this, and we called it the University Avenue Corridor Coalition, made up of uh, friends along the way, residents, neighborhood associations, businesses, whose mission is to transform the University Avenue Corridor then into an attractive and crime-free community that is conducive to sustainable development. So our goal, I would like to use this John the Baptist analogy, we were going to clear the way for something greater. When I say clear the way, though, it's about, as I mentioned, listening to the community. There's many residents who hung in here and stayed here through the tough times. Let's get them together through this coalition 
start numbering the things that we'd like to see accomplished. And let's together, and university with part of its resources, and frankly, our neighbors at Hurley, our neighbors at McLaren, our neighbors at U of M Flint, get the resources of those anchor institutions together to help support the neighborhoods. It involves three neighborhoods, the Mott Park neighborhood, the Carriagetown neighborhood, and the Glendale Hills neighborhood. These are all adjacent to Kettering's and any alumnus would remember and any resident of Flint would know where these neighborhoods, all our properties. But Kettering aggressively, Tim, began to work with our local land bank also to take up any of the, of course, when you go from a community of almost 200,000 to less than 100,000 housing and abandoned housing, blight becomes a huge issue. So that so that blight piece that I mentioned in our mission was a piece of it. Kettering swept up a lot of homes, purchased them through the land bank and demolished them, over 70 homes alone, just in that neighborhood called the corridor between U of M Flint, McLaren, Hurley, and us. That blight elimination alone made a huge difference. So now you drive down University Avenue. Of course, it used to be Third Avenue. That name was changed in 1998. But you go down that University Avenue and you now see beautiful green spaces that Kettering maintains as a part of that deal with the land bank. We get the property, but we promise to maintain it. And by the way, this is property we pay taxes on. So it's not like we're just freeloading. We pay taxes on those properties whenever they aren't performing the function of a university, educating kids for lives of extraordinary leadership and service. But however, I'll get back to that because it provides opportunity, opportunity for us to get our students involved. And so we created this coalition. We've been meeting monthly for the last 10 years, as I mentioned, and we've accomplished so much through the time. You mentioned that with Stadium. That was an initiative that Kettering, when we found out that the city had to mothball that beautiful stadium, 11,000 seat, historic, built in 1929, and was going to be abandoned, Dr. McMahon just said, no, we can't have that. We can't let that happen. We took it over with all the debt that was involved in it. We've since put $3 million into it, money that we wouldn't otherwise have been able to find, except for that the community supported us and said, yes, we believe in you. Let's put money into that stadium. And now Kettering runs it. Now we have professional soccer teams. All the kids from the community, Flint community, our children of Flint now play there like they always have. They play their sports there, their lacrosse, their soccer, and of course, American football. Just held our first graduations there, a thing of beauty. That's just one story. I mean, you think about the party store, that the Stop and Rob, that used to be across at the corner, right? And Dr. McMahon took one look at it and said, no, we're not going to have a party store in the middle of our campus. We shut it down. We put in a police station, a mini police station, and Einstein Brothers Bagel. Genius. We went down to the next intersection of Grand Traverse and University. Folks, if you can remember that, that pretty seedy place right down there. We bought out the party store there. We put in a Jimmy John's restaurant and a Little Caesars. I don't know if I've ever been more excited about a Jimmy John's restaurant because it was such a game changer. So and there's green spaces and parks across the street and caddy corner. So all it's not around. just a, an isolated corner, but the whole right. space feels safe and inviting. Yeah. And so one of the, the neat th- things is, is that it began to transform the corridor, the look of the corridor. And we had wonderful partners that came together as a part of that. Of all people, a homeless shelter called Carriagetown Ministries, which is a wonderful partner that we that we do lots of different work with. And they're helping to build up and lift up and train and give dignity to the homeless here in our community. And they partner beautifully with Kettering. And I mentioned some of the other partners, the Hurleys of the world, the U of M Flints, 
they've come together and then transforming. For instance, you began this whole talk about the factories that used to be here between us and downtown. General Motors left town, Chevy in the hole, as everyone's familiar with, that area, the space between us and downtown and all around the, the river itself. Looked like a prison. It was, it was it was awful. You had the yeah. had the had the rotting, cracked, vast concrete pad with weeds growing up yep. for what seemed like football field after football field all the way down the river. It was horrible. First time uh-huh. I saw it, I was yeah. and of course when parents of yep. prospective students would come in and would see right. that, they would say, "Oh my goodness, I'm not going to have my child going to school here." So tell us a little bit about what's happened there, because that's well, recruitment. A lot of people know, but it's very exciting. Ten years ago, Dr. McM- I like to tell this, that drove me up to the corner overlooking Chevy Commons, Chevy in the hole, overlooking the dilapidated stadium, overlooking the blight and said, one day this will be, and it might not happen in one year or five years, maybe 10, it will be some of the most valued property in Flint. And frankly, it's happened. Why? especially Chevy in the Hole, has been transformed into a park. It's going to soon be a state park. It's currently a county park. It's monitored by county uh, rangers, you know, so we've got a presence there for... And that uh, runs all the way down the river, right? All the way down to downtown Flint. There's a bunch of money being poured into that now, over $34 million earmarked for that, the renovation of it. But even now, it's, it's beautiful. They call it Chevy Commons. They renamed it, of course. So tons of energy put into that. And then Kettering did its part, of course, in so many ways. Not only are we building this student center right now, but we're also, we've also already built the Mobility Research Center, which has been a boon for independent research over at the corner of uh, the river and Chevrolet just on the north side. The, the GM Mobility Research Center was put up oh, five years ago now and has been a great improvement. All the improvements that went up along the university, Atwood Stadium, Einstein's, Jimmy John's, the Educare facility that if not for the change agent that Kettering tipped the spear on, trust me, this organization called Educare built this beautiful $17 million facility behind Durant Terry Mott Elementary. You can't even, it's gorgeous. And they wouldn't have done it had we not transformed this area. Habitat for Humanity is doing things. I mentioned the learning commons that's being built by us, of course, the GM Mobility Research Center. Just so much going on in the last 10 years. And, and there, there, there's a really cool piece, which I like, back to that idea of a, of a parent or anyone yeah. turning, coming from Miller and, and turning and, and coming down to the campus. You not only have this vast green space and the, the very cool proving grounds with the track and the park along the river. But you have the gateway, right? Precisely the gateway project, which was the Hammerberg Road exit that years back now, over 25 years ago, uh, Dave Doherty, our, our wonderful former colleague that uh, started the initiative to get a really positive looking entryway from Hammerberg past the School for the Deaf, which is now, of course, Flint Powers Catholic, right down Chevrolet in the Hole. And the university has done a great job of transforming that to a very welcoming entryway gateway to to the campus and it's true it's these are the sorts of things it's been 10 years i mean of sustained development sustained development and it is sustainable that's the good news it's held true and we've got more exciting things happening with new builds going on 
at the Kersley Street piece on the south side of the river. Tim, they even put in a brew pub called Tenacity Brewing, which I'm surprised you and I don't get over there more often when you're on campus, you know. I enjoy that because it's right on the river. Very (laughs) welcoming, right? Right. And it's another example of the positive things happening. We've now begun kayaking, kayaking folks on the Flint River, right in the corridor area based on the Flint River Watershed Coalition's efforts. And it's been a huge success as well. So slowly businesses are coming in, these sorts of things that attract people, yes, to the Flint River, which um, frankly took a big black eye when the water crisis occurred. But of course, we know the source of lead was not the Flint River. Let's be straight about this. It was other sources, the the leaching of the pipes. But anyway, it, it has been a wonderful transformation and the university couldn't be more proud of the university's efforts in supporting all this. And if you didn't know, Tim, Our office also in external relations supports very quietly sponsoring other organizations doing their part. So we're able to move some monies to them based on an endowment we have through the Mott Foundation, frankly, and heaven forbid we shouldn't mention the Mott Foundation's great contribution as well for so much of this. But nonetheless, we're able to support and sponsor some of the great organizations out there. The Flint Children's Museum, I mentioned the Watershed Coalition, Carriagetown Ministries, the Metro Community Development Organization, the Uptown Reinvestment Corporation. Kettering has a hand in all of these. The Mott Park Recreation Area, I haven't even touched on how the old golf course, which was next to us, got transformed because the city gave up the golf programs and group of citizens, which included our dear friend Bob Nichols. And then later I was able to take over the mantle there, has transformed that into disc golf that our students can be involved with. Right back there behind Theta's Eye and Lambda Chi, it's really wonderful. Now, having said that, there is a lot of work to do. And that's where this service component from our students comes into play. Well, that's what I wanted to hear, because there is an incredible collaboration. But at the same time, this has been a fabulous opportunity, if I'm not mistaken, for the students to be involved with the community, with the people that live there, and seeing things transform. So I'm glad you're going to go into that, because I want to hear more about that. Well, one of the one of the great pieces is that we decided to utilize the students for their freshman orientation to go out into the community as a piece of that orientation and provide service for a for an entire morning to meet nonprofits and NGOs and neighborhood associations. We would divvy out 20 students apiece to each of these different organizations. So we'll have 250 students, for instance, meet on that service Saturday, we call it service Saturday morning of orientation. We organize divvying them out, and then they do wonderful service out in the community, working hand hand in hand next to community members. You can better believe the Mott, Fount, the Mott Park Neighborhood Association, the, the Carriagetown Ministries of the World, the, the Flint Children's Museums of the World, the Flint Powers of the World love it when our students get engaged and help them with service work. We love it because it gets our students walking out there, working on sidewalks uh, for walkability and on bike trails for bikeability. And they get to have a flavor of what's out there in the community. Because one of the things we want to make sure they know is, first of all, Flint is not a scary place. In fact, it's a wonderful place. It's got great people in it. And it's so important to get out and explore Flint, downtown Flint, of course. We're not even going to talk about that today, I don't think, but it's been, it's exploded and is doing wonderfully. Well, I know, I know that these things are like ripples in a pond. So you you improve the immediate area in the neighborhoods that you describe. And what people don't know, I mean, is that Flint 
which reputation certainly took a hit in the past 10, 20, 15, 20 years. It's a place, it's got, you mentioned tenacity. There's a lot of very good restaurants and pubs. There's a symphony. The downtown is attractive. They've just got a new hotel downtown. So if you stay in this nice hotel, you might go out and have walk the streets, have your choice of multiple restaurants, alfresco dining. People go, wow, this is Flint. So there has been a ripple effect into the community. Yeah. And so our students, frankly, are provided opportunities to, to be leaders and to serve. And we want, first of all, for them to understand no matter where you go in life, whether you stick around in Flint, which they mostly don't, but they some do, or wherever you go, you got to take action. You can't point the finger at others and say, oh, that's the problem. Taking action is, I think, a fundamental civic duty uh, as Americans. And so I like the fact that we get to teach that ethic of service and leadership wherever you go in life. And so we start at the right at the freshman year and try to show that, try to, through our actions, provide that. And then we as an organization, you know, also, of course, get people placed in the nonprofits in the area to help keep our ear to the ground, find out, as I mentioned, where the problems are. We run them back to the boss, to the leadership here and say, look, there's opportunity here. There's opportunity here. There's opportunity for here for Kettering to make a difference in the community. And we've proven that over the past 10 years. But the model was set up, frankly, by Dr. McMahon, who said, we've got to be better. We can do better than this. And he, frankly, sold the organization on this when he when he interviewed those 10, 11 years ago and said, Flint's got to be involved, just like, you know, so I I really admire that part of it. I haven't even touched on the fact that we do we do so much volunteering for the CRIM Festival of Races, which is a huge deal in Flint, the Back to the Bricks Festival, which is huge in Flint, and the different, Flint is a big running town, and we, our students get involved in that like crazy, so there's so much service going on. Our students, A, are so busy, and their times are so tight, and yet they are so generous with their time. It's a pretty impressive piece. And I've talked to a number of students, and that's that's obvious. And and I know both of you, but I hope what comes through is what I know, and I hope it comes through to our listeners, the enthusiasm and the positivity that you all exhibit and your colleagues, frankly, exhibit in all these endeavors is very contagious. I've talked to a number of people from Carriage Ministries, from Hurley, from McLaren, and that energy reverberates throughout the community. And frankly, they have their own positivity, those people, but a lot of it is generated by you all. And I think it's it's a very special thing. Now, there's a couple of other things that, that I wanted to talk about. I mean, and I don't know which one of you can speak to it, but we're talking about its involvement with different businesses, institutional development, and even capstone classroom projects that involve the students in the community in some way. Either one of you take a run at, at that sort of broad question and, and expand on some of those ideas about what all that means. Yeah, well, one of the things that Jack and I both are very involved in is the, the Flint Chamber. And that has been key because we're in an 
opportunity where we get to meet new people that come into the community, new organizations that are moving into the Flint community. We're involved with the chamber. We attend chamber luncheons. We attend a variety of meetings in addition to sitting on different boards and things like that. So there there is a lot of businesses that get a chance to learn about Kettering, get a chance to utilize our students. One component of our education that's different kind of over and above what other universities are doing with capstone projects, which is our thesis project. So some of our, all of our students have to complete a thesis on top of a capstone project, but a lot of the capstone projects are done in the community with some of our faculty members that have programs that are connected into the community. And and we've had for years students that have worked on programs with like, for instance, the water situation with the Rogue Commission in terms of their mission to, you know, help strengthen and develop the infrastructure. The Downtown Development Authority of Venetia is one that comes yes, to yes. mind. It, the city of Jack Flint. Sons <laughs> works there, for instance. The city of Flint and helping in there. What is that called? The mapping, um, GIS mapping. We've had students in there. And so there's ways that... We, and then Dr. Flint Development Center, which Development is more Center. on the northern end of town, has a water lab there that our students have worked there. And they've also helped to do community service work and giving out food and water for that facility. Capstone mm-hmm. projects, like you mentioned, where teams of our students serve as in a classroom consultants, oftentimes the nonprofits, to help yes. them better their marketing, their business model their way of doing business. And there's uh, numerous examples of where that was happening. And it's really been cool with professors guiding them through being consultants to small nonprofits in particular. And it's been a really boon. It's been great for the students. And it's been great for the nonprofits, win-win all the way around. So that's been a a great piece of it. I remember there was a aquaponics project. That's right that our students worked on motherly, that was a big hit, motherly intercession. Motherly intercession, which is, yes. get this, the children of incarcerated moms. So this is an organization that tries to help those youngsters and families of incarcerated moms. But, but our students went in and helped them with their business model and how to run more efficiently and how to do their best to survive as a nonprofit. Because, of course, that's very important work that's going on. Well, this whole idea of education happening on the campus, or in Kettering's case, on the campus and in the company, Mm-hmm. It just is blown away because it, it, it happens within a web that extends well beyond the campus yep. into the community, yep. into the organizations in the community. It's an extraordinary partnership mm-hmm. in education, in civic involvement. It's interesting. The fabric, we're interwoven into it in a major way. And we've been at it for, what, 103 years, right? It's going on. So. Yeah. Well, it's almost worthy of a book to analyze (laughs) all this involvement, and it'd be a big book, but I think it's extraordinary and it's interesting. I want to thank you, Jack Stock, Director of External Relations at Kettering, and Venetia Petaway, Director of Corporate and Community Engagement. Thank you so much for your time on this podcast, but also for Flint, for Genesee County, for Kettering, and all your colleagues. I I think Flint has come back partially, if not largely, because of the last 10 years and involvement of people like y'all. 
So thank you very much. And thanks for your time today and, and, and sharing all this. Because I think, I think people have a sense of this, but I don't think they had any idea, as I did not, the extent, the breadth, the depth of this involvement with the surrounding community. Thank you. My pleasure. My pleasure as well. Thank you for having us. Join us again to hear Kettering University's podcast, Horsepower to Hyperloops, available from wherever you listen to your podcasts. Thanks for listening.